When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Kind of Funny Sony Spider-Man Universe in Review, formerly known as the Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters, and as of August 2021, Sony's Spider-Man Universe. Uh, of course, off the top, want to give a major shout-out to both Carter Harrell and Cameron Kennedy, who yesterday morning I hit up and I'm like, guys, this is the most last-minute thing I've ever asked you to do, but we got to get it done because this this... Venom Let There Be Carnage deserves this masterpiece. And yeah, there's so much quality stuff in there. Uh, when you have time, go back and look. There's a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of fun stuff that, uh, that they hit in there. So you're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. Specifically you, Kevin. I feel like you would enjoy that quite a bit. I certainly did. I certainly mm-hmm. did. That was something special. And I hope that we never see that intro again. Ever again. Oh, we wow. will. Morbius, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you can never forget because this is kind of funnies in review where each and every week we get together to rank and review different movie franchises you can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com if you want to listen to it as a podcast just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review and we'll be right there for you if you want to get the show ad free and if you want to watch live as we record it you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny and you'll be able to do just that like our Patreon producers, Molecule, and the kind of funny Destiny 2 PC clan have done. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and we are joined by the one and only Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Hello, gamers. We have the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hello, Tim. And the big dog, Kevin Coelho. I warned you. I warned all of you. Every single one of you. And no one heeded my warning, and look where we are now. We're here, baby. We're here. Not all of us, though. Greg Miller listened to you. He was just like, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to watch this fucking movie. No, the baby's on the way, so Greg didn't want to risk going to the theater this late in the game. So Greg Miller's going to be sitting this one out. But I see he's hanging out in the chat right now with everybody. He has not seen this movie, so he's going to experience this movie through us. Oh, but I think he has seen this movie, Tim. (laughs) I think he has. Maybe not this particular movie, but we've all seen movies of this ilk, Mm -hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now just so everybody is clear about this we are going to start off with spoiler free thoughts about what we think about this movie then we will get into our spoiler filled thoughts and the plot and etc etc all of that uh we are talking about venom let there be carnage with a runtime of one hour and 37 minutes uh definitely makes this one of the shorter superhero movies we've gotten Pretty much ever, honestly. They usually stick around at least two hours. Uh, much appreciated. It was released on October 1st, 2021. It is currently at a 60% Rotten Tomato score and an 85% audience score of over a 1,000 verified reviews. Um, <coughs> fucking shit. This is directed by who? Nick Scarfino? 
Oh, damn it. Why do I not know the answer to this? Andy, Andy Circus. Circus. Andy, Andy Circus. Circus. That's what it was. Wait, I, thought, I was trying to think of, the, think of the guy that did the first one. Was yeah, it, Andy Circus did It's that one. Andy Circus? Oh, it's the Andy Circus. You know him as Gollum. You know him as um, um, Snoke. You know him as many other things. Uh, he's also directed a couple uh, different movies, including the uh, Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle. That's right. Um, no one there was, one, right? You know, he's, uh, what's his name? He's, he's, in, uh, he's, he's an MCU character, right? He is. He's Claw. Well, he claw. Was. Or he was. was. There, All right, there was no funnier moment than when the movie ended and up on the screen pops up, directed by Andy Serkis, and I look at Nick and I go, Andy Serkis, and he looks at me and he goes, told you. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so uncontrollably hard. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. Uh, was not done by Ludwig Gorenson, which is kind of a letdown because he killed it the first time, always kills his stuff. They didn't even try to have Venom have his theme come back in this one. They're like, fuck it. We're getting Marco Beltrami, uh, who is who, Nick? The guy, you you told me this. It was probably uh-huh. the guy that did the, the music for Scream. It is. It which is. makes James sense. Favorite. Because the movie starts, and I'm like, oh, they're definitely going for more of a horror vibe here. Mm-hmm. Which I guess, I don't know if that was by design. If it's by design, this movie's coming out close to October. I'm not quite sure how how the pandemic screwed any of this stuff up. But this starts, and it has a very distinctively different tone that they're going for. I don't know if they hit that tone or not, but they're definitely trying to make this a little bit more um, a, a definitive tone. We'll just put it that way. They're trying to identify something in there. I'm not quite sure what, though. Um, it had a budget of $110 million. Oh, sorry. I uh, didn't want to leave music yet because this one, I know there was a lot of worry out there that it wasn't going to have a new Eminem song. It does. Okay. It does. It's a Skylar Gray song featuring Eminem. If I'm being honest, it's honestly not that bad. Like This one, uh, a market improvement over the Eminem Venom theme songs that we've had. Uh, it had a budget of $110 million. And the box office, it's killing the game right now, guys. Um, obviously, we don't have final numbers because the movie just came out. But Sony's Venom Let There Be Carnage rang up a great $11.6 million Thursday night from showtimes that began at 4 p.m. at over 3,500 theaters. That's the second best we've seen during the pandemic after Black Widow that was at 13.2, which means this was even more than Shang-Chi and Fast 9. The most crazy impressive number about all this, though, is that uh, this is even higher than the original Venom's uh, debut back in 2018 and that was in a pre-pandemic time so this is very very impressive stuff uh for them then in terms of the Bechtel test it's a measurement of the representation of women in fiction asking whether a work features at least two women who speak to each other about something other than a man um I couldn't find any official readings of this so we're gonna have to work together on this I think the answer is no no I think it passes actually oh yeah I think she has a scene she has a scene with um Michelle Williams who's sh- sh- uh uh Naomi, yeah Shriek Got is. It. Naomi uh um, does she Mm-hmm. I they have a couple scenes. She like kidnaps a, her, but they're probably talking about. What's this? I guess if it's kidnapping, you're right. She does kidnap her. <laughs> She's it's okay. We'll say it passes due to kidnapping. Um, <laughs> and let's just add a just barely. Let's just add a just barely. Just barely. Oh no! Just I mean barely. that is the only scene. I just remember thinking, oh, there's you're two, right. You're right. There, there's, there's a kidnap. Two females scene. on screen right now. And they're talking about each other. Yeah. And they're not talking about. I think. She, the, the point of the scene was like revenge. I don't think it was anything specifically yeah. about a guy. So I think it passes, but I'm yeah. not quite sure. I you know, I'm, I'm realizing now Mrs. Chen also spoke to Anne. Ah, uh, Mrs. Yes, Chen. Yes, you're right. You're right. Right. But they're, so then they're, they're definitely Venom. talking about men, though, right? You're right. You're right. Yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. But um, well, actually, I mean, no spoilers. 
Yeah, no spoilers no yet. Spoilers no spoilers. spoilers yet, because right now what? we're going to give you our spoiler-free reviews on Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Do we recommend people go watch this in theaters? Kev, let's just get it out of the way. I want to start with you. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to not recommend you go watch this. Um, that's, that's it. That's all I want to say for now. Nick Scarpino. Uh, no, I don't think you have to rush out and see this movie in theaters. I would not recommend paying that price for it. I would recommend if you are interested in watching this, watch it when it comes to streaming for free. Andy Cortez. If you have a significant other that you don't know how to break up with them, maybe watch this movie together and hope that they are chased away. Yeah. Or just leave them in the middle. Get halfway through. I'll be right back and go to the bathroom. Never come back. (laughs) That'll be, I, it's called the scorched earth breakup. I would not recommend uh, watching this movie in theaters as well. Uh, I think that it's 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 fine to watch the theaters. It's only an hour and a half, and it does go by uh, quick enough. But I, I wouldn't recommend making a day of it and like making it into a whole thing. I do think that this movie is is entertaining because it is fun to laugh at how bad it is and some of it is legitimately actually funny uh but i think for the most part i was entertained by this i don't think that this is in one of those like this is fucking trash and one of the worst things i've ever seen it is like a wow this is not good and i can't believe that we in the year of our lord 2021 we're still putting out this level of quality like it's kind of bizarre but uh to give it a i don't want to say compliment but just to give it an analog this reminds me a lot of a like 90s superhero cartoon show like if they were to take a couple episode arc and just turn it into a movie and they just were like yeah we're going to commit to it and it's going to be venom vs carnage and the plot is just going to be barreling forward like there is never going to be a moment that you allow yourself to ask what's happening because they're just like they're not even explaining it they're just kind of like we're here now we're doing this we're there now we're doing that and blah you blah can blah breathe you can think you know just yeah, keep I- moving don't let him breathe. Don't let him breathe. Um, but one of my favorite things of the first movie was the Eddie and uh, Venom kind of relationship. And I love the direction that they drove it wow. into the ground in this one. Yeah. Uh, it, this is as much a like rom-com as the first one was like a buddy cop. And I didn't expect that angle. And it brought me a lot of giggles. Uh, I loved watching this movie next to Andy Cortez because me and him were just having moments left and right where it would just constantly just be like oh no they're doing this and they just kept doing it baby uh but yeah that is about as much as we can say uh spoiler free so everybody if you care leave now because we're you about to get uh, so full-on spoilers you shouldn't care let's go with the the spoiler thoughts i want to get it out real quick that post credit these motherfucking madmen. They're just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to do it. For people that don't know, Venom is now officially in the MCU, in the universe. He knows Tom Holland's face, and he's going to lick it, guys. He's going to lick it. it. It's going to get real And I I just want to make this clear. This is everyone's fault who went to watch the movie and was like, oh, it's not that bad, the first one. This is all of your faults. And I I hope that you're upset at yourself because you did something horrible. I was struck with a lot of fear, Kevin, upon seeing that. I, I got I, your text. <laughs> it was it was like disbelief, and I didn't think that they would do it, but it really, truly just feels like the the psychopaths at Sony are just doing. Like, I would love to. I would love a world where they're doing this without any permission. <laughs> just, yeah, like, I was gonna say, you think just, Kevin Feige got a call? And he's like, they did what? They what? <laughs> what, the, what? They they put Tom Holland and they got. Fucking Joe, J. Jonah Jameson for uh, like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I, I, I was so saddened by that because I, I hope it, I hope it doesn't come to fruition. But 
this movie's gonna make a lot of money <laughs> yeah. and they'll, they'll figure out a way and i my hope is if i want to be glass half full with this that kevin feige and the people uh over at marvel and, and running the mcu kind of treat it in a way that makes the movie better <laughs> and more enjoyable because I, I know tim enjoyed it because it was bad and i wanted to be there i wanted to like really dig it because it's bad we like a lot of bad movies here it's kind of funny we we the nick scarpino three finger scale fucking good good movie a good bad movie and a bad bad movie yeah i wanted this to be fun and like laugh yeah. along but i i felt embarrassed to be there <laughs> like yeah. i i comp i constantly caught myself looking at the screen like oh man this is this is painful to watch and so many sequences and lines of dialogue that just don't match up and characters do stuff that just is so unbelievable uh, not talking about like taking an alien symbiote and turning into a monster that's not the unbelie- unbelievable shit it's just the way that they react to certain lines the the, I mean, the even writing the, even was the... so all over the place it was a mess i fucking hated this movie so much even the, the sort of impetus, the catalyst for how this whole movie kicks off, which, by the way, happens way too late in the movie. It doesn't, we don't see Carnage until, like, maybe, like, what, 25 minutes before the movie's done? There's, um, like, nothing in this movie. It's kind of miraculous. I mean, there is nothing. It's, it's a lot of, of Tom Hardy talking to himself. And, like, even that, like, Andy, if we're talking about, like, how characters, the dumb decisions characters make, I mean, just the fact that that, that whole situation, how he becomes Carnage is ridiculous um but the whole time nick i'm like oh i thought he carnage the whole time carnage at the jail in the end credit of the last movie (laughs) i thought he just said the word carnage yeah Um, he just said carnage got it um it's it's not even that it's that this movie just is not fun it's just not fun to watch it's it's cringy at parts uh the action's very very some of the action was loud that's the best that could be said for that um, and you just don't really care about the characters. Not only that, but you just, I mean, I was, we're 35 minutes into this. I'm like, I want this movie to end. I am not having fun. I do not like every time they go back and forth with Tom Hardy and Venom as this like B story, like rom-com where he's like, well, like the will they, won't they? I'm like, I just, I don't like this. I feel like it's fundamentally flawed from just the conception of what this relationship is supposed to be. Um, I need to rewatch the subtitles. It was hard to understand. Oh, yeah. You were like, what's For he me? saying? I was like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But Venom going <laughs> to a, a rave by himself is was the weirdest thing that I could think anyone. I mean, just, all of this kind of smacks with like, I need to write this script and I have 24 hours to write it. So I wrote it and they just immediately went into production because no one stopped and thought, wait, he's going to go to a fucking rave. And like they're gonna put glow sticks on his neck. At least he this didn't rap. Venom. Oh, Nick, we thought he was gonna rap. I got so scared. I got so scared. See, that's the thing. I, I think that's the thing. Cause like Tim, what you're saying about it being like so bad that it's kind of entertaining to watch. Like they hold back on certain moments like that. Like if I think it would be one of those so bad it's entertaining movies, uh, they would have rapped. And look, I'm very happy they didn't rap. Very, very happy. But it's just like this movie, I feel like is so half-assed. Um, I, I hate it. And there's so you, many what you, moments. What are you doing, Eddie? I'm just hanging around. Oh. He did it. He said it. Like, oh. it, it, but I mean, it really does. Like, it really does. I think, I think Tim said it, right? You said it was a cartoon. But it, this reminds me of movies that studios, major studios made in the late 80s. Or, or, or mid mid to late 90s, where they just 
no one making the movie had any idea of what a superhero movie should be. And that's why this is kind of insulting because you're like, have you not seen any of the 23 Marvel movies or the X-Men movies that came before this? Like, we didn't learn any lessons from any of these things, Sony. I just don't understand how someone reads reads the the first draft for for Venom One and goes, yeah, let's put this into the production. I can't. The only thing I can think of is they just need the money and they and they have these characters and they just want to make money off of them and they know that they will. And at a certain point, I mean, I just I can't argue with it because I we went and saw it because we have to. But I, it's just <laughs> disappointing. We didn't have to. It's disappointing that that Sony keeps making enough money on these to 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 wedge their way into the MCU. And it's also like, well, I don't, I just don't understand why they just can't let Marvel make the movies and just take a cut of it. I know the profit margin would be way lower, but for Christ's sake, like you don't see the writing on the wall. This is not a long-term strategy that's sustainable. I, this is a band-aid. How many of those I mean, scenes was Tom wait, Hardy improving and well, like not with a script? I mean, I there really seemed like there was a lot of moments where he's just talking because he needs to get to the next story beat. Um, it, it was it was pretty painful throughout, and I I I wanted to have that energy with Tim. I wanted to like be laughing and being like, "Fuck yeah, this is horrible, let's go!" But like, I just couldn't. I, it was it was really tough to to go all the way through. I I do I, I disagree with Kevin wait. when it comes to the half ass thing because I feel they went full ass with it, and yeah. I just feel like a lot of things they went full ass in are stuff that I'm not necessarily interested in. It was a lot of stuff I didn't like about the first Venom, where it, the action scenes are just incomprehensible nonsense of just goo fighting goo um <laughs> and it's just not fun to watch at all uh and just like the, the just the villains all of them shriek just fucking sucks and then whatever even happens with this detective character was, it's <laughs> oh, just that's, like Tim, yeah. that's that's a character it's, called toxin, toxin which is carnage's like, kid so be be excited for venom 3 now with toxin and that's the thing. It's like it just it. I, I find it comical that they're just going to triple down into like, OK, what's the next bad guy going to be? Just another symbiote. Just another color. Like next. I can imagine the trailer for the next one. Like, oh, shit, it's a green one. <laughs> like, it's like, all right. You, that, was sure. Venom. Tim, that was better, a good Venom. That was a good Venom. That was a great Venom. But you better hope so, because if it's oh, shit, it's Spider-Man, then that's going to be. That's going to be the collision uh, of worlds we not we didn't want. Well, I mean, no, it doesn't, to, to Nick's point of like. Why can't they do a profit sharing thing? The, the truth is they they have tried that and they are doing that with Spider-Man, with right? Yeah. So well, homecoming them, and, and well, the, the, the issue is, and it's become very clear to all of us, they're not making the money they want on that. Because remember, uh, like th they had to renegotiate with Disney and that's when everything kind of fell apart and we were unclear if we were getting this third Spider-Man movie um, because the negotiations went south. And from the rumors... Like, it's because Disney wants to give them very lim limited, like, percentage of what they make. Mm. And that makes sense. But, like, I think part of the problem is Disney has to play ball a little bit better. And it's like, you don't own this IP, so, like, you got to pay a good chunk to either try and buy it or pay a good chunk so that you can utilize it and stop letting them do this. Because it's like, this, honestly, it's sad that this is this is the Venom that we get. That's the carnage story that we get. Because it's like... Obviously, the MCU do, would, would do a better job, like because of this stuff. Like, I don't like. Are we ever going to get a Green Goblin? You know, I I guess we're at a point, Kevin, where like I'm, I am so sad that these versions of the heroes are kind of like I, it's hard for me to turn my brain off and not care about a movie when it is so closely related to things we really do care about, and we we love those movies, and we love like. 90% of those movies, you know, 
And so it's it's different for me when I'm in a theater and The Rock looks at Vin Diesel and says the dumbest one-liner, and we go, oh, that was awful. I love it. Fuck yeah. But when uh, Woody Harrelson just says, let there be carnage, and he's got the worst, is it a wig? I don't know. Wig in now with Scar P. No. I'm going to stop it right there. Yeah, that's a wig. And Holy not only was fuck. it a wig. I mean, we know was, that, obviously, but God. It was two wigs because he starts with a different wig, and then when he becomes Carnage, he leaves with, like, a rockabilly, like, shaved on the sides. It like, was like a dead forward. animal on his head. It was <laughs> terrible. And, again, this is no disrespect I like to this any shirt. Of- Oh god! I also, I, Tim, I also like this shirt. He looks very comfortable. Here, here's the thing: I, Woody Harrelson, I think, doing a bang up job as no. given, given what he was no, given. Don't, no, don't no. no, no, no. Woody Harrelson half assed this very much. No, and I like, thought he was. I do as not shit. blame him. I do not blame him. I blame like, him. I blame no, him a lot. He he looked at the production. He saw Tom Hardy's acting. Was like, oh okay, this is not one of these. We don't have to be serious on this one. Yeah, we don't we're have not to try. taking this. Here. Yeah, because yeah. Tom Hardy uh, was, I think, worse than he was in the last one by a lot. Yeah, he, they tripled down on it. I fucking loved it. It's ridiculous, and that's, I think that they didn't do that terrible. with Peter yeah. I love that moment when he goes, "Mrs. Chen, you're you're a, you're a blackmailer." <laughs> like, what is he doing on screen, man? I don't know. I don't know. It, it's <laughs> laugh, Andy. We both laughed hard at that. I, I know, but like, but God, you shouldn't. But I mean, that's. But the I want to like, laugh at stuff that's genuinely funny when it comes to movies that are so close to the, like it. If this is fucking blank man and has nothing to do with the MCU, fantastic. But the fact that like this is a, a villain that we are uh, acutely aware of that is so related to what we know already, it's really, really hard to be to not feel disappointed to be like, this is the version we're getting. Damn, yeah. dude. Like, can you reboot it? Can you maybe like do it? I mean, they're going to. That's kind of my thing. Is like, can we suicide this? Suicide Squad this with yes, James Gunn? You know, absolutely. Like, here's the thing with with this is this is not what I want for Venom. Clearly, obviously, nobody should want this. But this is what we have, and where we're at with the MCU now, especially with this multiverse stuff. Like, they're gonna make. I mean, at this point, all the X Men movies, all the Spider Man movies, all the the Fantastic Four, Daredevil, they're all canon to the multiverse. So is Venom. It's like that's fine, whatever. There's still the MCU movies. We know the quality that we can expect from what the actual MCU movies are. The Kevin Feige produced Marvel Studios movies are different, and, and that includes Homecoming and Far From Home, and now the upcoming No Way No Way Home. And with this post credit scene of them like bizarrely putting Venom into the uh, MCU, like. I love that this is now like the third or fourth multiverse breaking thing we've seen between Loki, what if uh, WandaVision and um, uh, even the trailer for No Way Home with Doctor Strange doing the spell. Now we just have this random like flash of yellow light that has like the worst setup ever of Venom being like, I'm going to show you a second of what I've went through. It's like, okay. And he's like, wait, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. And it's like, cool. So now they're in the MCU and it's like, I guess, I guess that makes sense. There's also into the spider verse that has the similar type of like the room around it, like freaking out and like pulling people in the different dimensions. Like there's just so much shit going on that I'm, I am interested in what this actually means from the Marvel studio side of things, because I think that Kevin Feige and Marvel studios can take this Venom character, take this Eddie Brock character (laughs) and make them interesting enough. I don't think that they're necessarily going to lead a thing, but like, I do think that they, I mean, look what they did to Thor. They, they had this fucked up character that don't cared about and they made him interesting by Ragnarok. And now we all love him. Like, I think that they can do that with Venom, especially with, they can retcon whatever they want. Like with the way this movie ends with the post credits, sure. They tease a bunch of shit with toxin 
God knows what else that no one cares about. But it's like they could just take this character, put him in, and they'd never deal with that universe again. Good fucking riddance. Bye, Dan. Bye, Anne. We don't need you. I mean, I, I'm with you, Tim, and I think obviously, like, Dan. when you start talking about like, Tom Hardy, obviously Tom Hardy is an amazing actor, and the Venom character, it, it, you could tell a cool story with that. I, I mean, if you have those two, and those are the only two things that you bring back into the MCU, I agree. I think you can. I think you can make something awesome with that. But you do have to put in this character. You have to do what they did with um, with Michael Keaton, right? Where you make a a mildly sympathetic character, but he's doing bad things, and that 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 you have to find an interesting take on it. And I think they absolutely can, but they just have to not be bogged down with the same thing that a lot of the X Men movies were bogged down, where it's like, well, we got we got to be married to canon, we got to be married to what came beforehand, and it's like, no, you don't. We can just throw all that out. Everyone gets it now. Write a press release just that just says this. Yeah, we know. And then that's it. That's all the press release has to say. And it's kind of funny. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, I, I don't want to say that the movie can't be goofy. I, God knows I love like my favorite MCU movies always kind of lean heavily into humor. Gar- Thor Ragnarok is my number one. I love the Guardians movies. I love their style of humor and it makes me laugh all the time. So like, I don't think the movie has to be this super serious, like horror movie or anything like that. I, it's just like, the wrong people are working on this and I wish that they had the mood and the tone set better. Um, I wish they went into it with a bit more of a plan as opposed to kind of letting Tom Hardy just go off the cuff. And Tom Hardy's a fantastic actor. Like Nick was saying, this dude's been nominated for a lot of awards in his acting career. Like he's really damn good, but I just don't know what the angle is they're taking with it at all. It just seems really, really off. Yeah, and that's the thing. I would disagree with you, though. Like, I don't know that you can make or should make a goofy Venom movie, especially if you're going to make Venom look and sound and act the way he does, because a lot of that is at contrast with itself. Like, it's at, it's at conflict with itself, rather, right? If you've got a character that's designed to be as scary as the original, like, H.R. Giger alien character, and it's saying goofy shit with glow sticks wrapped around its neck. It's confusing to Boy, say the uh, least. Yeah, the you don't got to like, go that what hard are you into going it. for here. <laughs> you know, um, to have Spider-Man at a rave, that makes more sense because he's a happy-go-lucky character, and that's it's a different tone as far as that's concerned. But like, like that's what I'm saying. I mean, just from the just from the, the the inception of this idea, it has just been so off base as to what they could do to make this something watchable. I, I think if the right writers take any of the premises from the last two movies and write good dialogue that makes sense while also heartwarming and heartfelt and funny when it needs to be. Like, I, I don't think they have to be as goofy with it, but if the right cast and crew can get together and redo these movies, like still beat for beat, but just with better dialogue and, and maybe like my thing less is like the cringe do acting, we need, you know? do we need standalone Venom movies? And does Venom need to be the protagonist? He's better as an antagonist. Like, why do we have to do that? Why don't just make Tom Hardy a bad guy in the MCU? Does he have to be a good guy? I don't know. I mean, he's gonna be a good guy, but like, I don't why? Know. Venom's not a good guy in the comic Venom book run, right? Oh, no, 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 no. He so, is. Yeah, he but is? Eddie Brock, Eddie Brock isn't. Venom, I mean, he later gets with what Flash Thompson and becomes 
the like it's, there's 10 billion different storylines sure. but at the end yeah. of the day venom more often than not ends up a good guy like fighting alongside the heroes with them and like again it takes a lot to get there but the fact of the matter is sony needs to make money that's why there they are standalone venom movies that's why it takes place in san francisco and not new york that's why there's a lot of shit that they have to make their own universe but now they can leave that universe behind if they wanted to and venom could just be in the mcu and that could be a good thing yeah, but like no it's it's not going to that character that they've created sucks like if they use that as a jumping off point uh to introduce symbiotes or to like infect like creating symbiotes in the mcu proper like uh, good but like i don't know that they can redeem that character like i understand we're talking about thor wasn't a great movie it wasn't this though it was never this it wasn't the first venom movie either it was a step above like much higher than both those movies yeah I'm just I'm interested in the direction they take it because even with the post credit scene, it's like it timeline wise, like that's at the end of Far From Home. So it's like, what is even causing it? Like, is it whatever's happening in No Way Home? Like, is when we get Green Goblin be, and, right? and Doc Ock and all that stuff? Like, are they coming in earlier, like before Doctor Strange does the spell? Like, I don't know. All I, this stuff got me interested. It got me asking questions, and I'm I. I'm sure that there is a plan. Who is in charge of this plan? Who is involved in this plan? Yeah. That's a different question. Yeah. Andy Cortez. That, that, that's what we need. We need like the right people in charge. And I love in our Patreon chat, if you are a patron, uh, you can watch live with us. And Rocket Guardian says, put Venom in the next Deadpool movie. That could completely work for me. If the writing is good enough and with the right minds behind it and the dialogue is something that makes sense and is good and funny... That they that could work. Like I love, we love the Deadpool movies. I I I think they're great, and I just don't think the right people are working on these or writing jokes for these. Because I think maybe two jokes actually hit for me in all the stuff, and it the final joke is like fuck this guy, and he bites the dude's head off, and like I'm that's oh funny, God. but that doesn't take a fucking genius to write something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I just wanted to say that, like, it's interesting that, like, the, the post credit scene was setting up, I think, the most interesting thing that we've seen with Venom so far, where or the mid credit scene, where um, Venom's like, let me show you the symbiote homeworld. Let me give you a little glimpse of, like, my past. And it's like, that was the only moment, like, in the whole movie that I was like, oh, this is interesting. Let me get close and see what's going on. And that's when we get that switcheroo. And then immediately I'm hit <laughs> with, like, so many negative choice, emotions. Though. Because so I'm like, weird. wait a minute, was him going into his brain to show Eddie that moment? Did that it was, cause it that was very, universe? It was very unclear. And, like, I don't know well, why it was, they... it, was, it was clear because Venom immediately says, I no, didn't I know. do that. Yeah. But like, and it's like, then why did you even bring why that? Set it up? Oh, that yeah, why set it up? Why? Why not why? just have him do it? But like, I don't know what happened. And then you see the TV, and then people go, and then everyone's Tim goes, "Oh, it's because there's a tear in the multiverse." Because yeah. everyone's got a Tim no. that goes see these movies. No, and dude, guys, the, like when 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 we were watching this post credit scene, I was like watching it, and I'm intent, just like Kevin Bentley, like, what are they about to do right now? And the flash happens. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I was like, did they just do some multiverse shit, or are they in Venom's home world? Because that's what they literally did just set up. And Venom's like. I didn't do that. And I heard J.K. Simmons' voice. And like I'll I just assumed that it was going to be exactly what it was, which was the fucking clip from the end of Far From Home. And I looked at Andy and I'm just like, oh no, not like this. They're mm -hmm. fucking mm -hmm. doing it. Uh, it's not it. even new footage. It's not even new J.K. Simmons or new Tom Holland. No, it's the same clip. <laughs> uh, I do want to add that like the possibility of all of this somehow being connected to the Spider-Verse movie like 
Cause it, that is that a possibility? Because that's also Sony, I mean, right? Yeah. So I like mean, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is like that. You know, the Spider Verse. Obviously, they have that giant explosion that causes stuff to start mixing over. Like, what if it's connected to that? That would be really cool. That would be really interesting. I fucking hate Venom, and I hope they end that series. Like, it would be really cool if in the in one of these movies, Venom just gets obliterated. Just I, I, things I, are too loud. It's hard for me to kind of focus on a lot of the things I didn't like because I always forget the scene that just happened and I'm already mad at the current scene. But while watching it, I, I was so confused by what was happening and what the motivations were for the actors in the sequence when Eddie Brock and Michelle Williams sit down and she shows him her ring that she got proposed by Dan. And I am so confused by what the direction was there for the actors and the writing as well for her to just suddenly be like, I want you to be happy for me. And I'm like, wait, he's not even acting that mad. Like, I was so confused by a lot of that sequence. And I, I Kevin's confusion right there kind of makes me feel uh, like I have an ally in this. Because that that's one and of the it, scenes that, like, I, you can kind of forget because you focus on the other major dumb bullshit. But there's a lot of little sequences like that with characters that you forget are just so poorly written and poorly acted and thought out and yeah i just that that sequence really bothered the hell out of me andy like you're so right like that that whole setup like they haven't seen each other since the end of the first one she's been staying away from so she decides to like hit him up so that they can meet and talk so that she can tell him like oh hey i'm getting engaged like i mean they're not that close that that makes sense i think that makes so much sense engaged it's a nice thing to do like i want to do i want to you don't want the person to find out like via uh you what, know, face internet clothes? that you got. Yeah, you it was her. Def- it was her defensiveness. To she gets like, mad so quick. She gets mad nowhere. so quick. And yeah. Easily, and I was like, Which what's is going like, on here? Him being upset about it is a totally normal, totally normal thing. Also, I like rewatching it. I uh, Venom uh, one. I, I didn't realize how much I did enjoy Dan and how like his kooky little positiveness is cool. Like that, that. Like it was an interesting take that I hadn't thought about before that like this new boyfriend character isn't an asshole and then they threw that away the entire every scene that we get with him he's being a dick towards people here's my thing though i i i'm not saying that i love the scene but i think that it works because there's this alien creature in tom hardy's head like that to me is the one thing that every time he's acting weird it's because there is a not just a voice in his head there is this crazy venom voice in his head and for her to get mad at him especially because she knows how he acted with venom she can see it so she's mad at him for lying to him about Venom not being in there. Like that whole scene added up to me. Like I thought, I think it makes sense within the the world that they're in. I just thought I, it was terribly acted. I just I did not know what their their direction just seemed kind of all over the place. And I feel like it was also poorly edited because maybe some lines of dialogue were kept out because they had to keep it a tight ninety. <laughs> <laughs> that tight ninety, baby. Uh, let me tell you about our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Me Undies. Are you afraid of the glow in the dark? Well, shield your eyes because the new Me Undies Halloween just dropped dead. Get it? Because it just th- there's new Halloween Me Undies out, and you know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg Miller, and I'm the king of Halloween, and I love my Me Undies. Of course, they're the only underwear I wear, and I'm always happy 
throughout the year when I get to my candy corn MeUndies. I've had those for a long time and I like them quite a bit, but now they got new Halloween prints, you don't have to do that. MeUndies are made from natural fibers sourced from beechwood trees, making their micromodal fabric soft, breathable, and dangerously cozy. Get your spooky season up and haunting with five new prints. I see you, and that's E-Y-E, my boo, tricks and treats, lazy bones, and lazy pumpkin. Available in undies, bralettes, socks, and loungewear in sizes XS through 4XL. There are a lot of options to consider, but make it decision quickly because there's somebody right behind you to get 15% off your first order and free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com slash morning that's meundies.com slash morning our other sponsor of the day why it's quip ladies and gentlemen when's the last time you got rewarded for brushing your teeth with quips smart electric toothbrush good habits can earn great perks like free products gift cards and more the quip smart brush for adults and kids connects to the quip app with bluetooth track when and how well you brush, get tips and coaching to improve your habits, earn points for daily brushing, and bonus points for completing challenges like streaks. Redeem for rewards like free products, gift cards, and discounts from Quip and its partners. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg Miller, and I use this toothbrush. It's very simple. I have the all-black one. It syncs up with my phone. It tells me how much, and then I get to redeem it all the time for free gift cards. And you know, they, they make you brush a long time to do it, but you do get it in the end, which I appreciate. Start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today. Go to getquip.com slash kindoffunny, all one word right now to save $10 on a Quip smart electric toothbrush. That's $10 off a smart electric toothbrush at getquip.com slash kind of funny. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash kind of funny. Quip, the good habits company. And now let's get to the plot. Do we know the plot? I mean, I'm, we're going to try to do the plot. Do you want to hit us the plot song? It's 90 minutes. We'll knock it out. Um, well, I forgot what I did last time. It is not time for the plot. Nick is gonna say the plot. Nick is gonna say the plot. Tell us the plot. Plot, plot, Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about Venom 2. Let there be carnage. Uh, we're gonna start in the year 1996, was the year Kevin was born, if I'm not mistaken. Nope, six years off. Six years. We're uh we're over in a uh Saint Este, I think is what it's called. But that is the year you started high school. That is the year I had my got my driver's license, actually. I was uh, a sophomore in high school at that point. 1996, 16 years old. That's right, in 98. That's right. Yeah. Got the old Honda, four cylinder Honda Civic, little 404 gear. Great gas mileage, actually. Uh uh, we're going over there. And we meet. We meet our two main characters here, right? We meet uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and mm-hmm. uh, Money Penny, and they're they're estranged lovers who are somehow. Holy can... shit! Yeah, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, they made it right now. fucked up. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey man, she's got two. Think about this though. She's got two movies coming out a week apart from each other. Yeah, isn't that wild? Very cool. Wait, Good who for is her. It? Naomi Harris plays Money, Money Penny and James Bond. She plays Eve. To me, I was just like, wow. oh, she's the girl from Pirates of the Caribbean. With the that, black. That adds up more. Cal- Callisto. Callisto, yeah. yeah oh, Callisto, cool. Yeah. Didn't realize that. Uh, anyway, they're 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 lovers, right? And he's he's making her a little ring and he put the thing through the thing. He's like, they're never gonna take her away from me. They're uh, angel, my, my son, whatever, and then they something. just immediately take her away. Uh, of course, Lieutenant Mulligan, who uh this is very confusing to me because Dan, uh, Andy was like, is that Donnie Wahlberg, and I was like, "Yes, looks like hundred percent." <laughs> is it not Danny Wahlberg? It is not no. Danny Wahlberg. It's, it's the other Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Surely, it's a, no, surely it's a Wahlberg. A He's British, ladies and gentlemen. He was Get the movie the Snatch. Out. Yes, his name Ooh, is Snatch. Is good. 
Uh, Stephen Graham plays Detective Mulligan. Now, is he the friend? The... He's the friend, right? In Snatch, he's the one that's like, two minutes tickish. And he's yeah. like, he said two minutes, three minutes ago. He's like, five minutes tickish. I could be wrong. That might not be him, but I think he's in that scene. Anyway, uh, his, his last name is Mulligan. And here's the really confusing part. I get Michelle Williams and Carrie Mulligan confused all the time. Mm-hmm. And this is not helping me. Anyway, <laughs> they take uh, they take Screech away. That's her name. Francis Barrison away. Uh, and she's like, uh, Shriek. And- Shriek. Shriek. Um, Just Screech powers. <laughs> <laughs> and they also, at the same time, allude to mutants. Right? They Where do. They're like, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, You're right. the same yeah. mutation. And mm-hmm. they're taking me away where they have more of us is right. essentially what uh, they say. Yes. And it's like, and not like this. No. Not like this, guys. And, and this Don't. this is what kind of made me think that Carnage was always Carnage because I thought, oh, yeah, these, these people with different powers in a facility. And he wasn't Carnage the whole time. He was just a, no. he was a murderer. No, he was just he's just a murderer, of course. Yeah. Uh, on the way to Ravencroft, uh, which I thought I was like, oh, cool. It's going to be Professor X's house. No, nah, dude, this is <laughs> come on, just, bro. What are you thinking? That'd be way too cool. right? Ravencroft's now. a place, though, right? Yeah. It's yeah. in the in the at least it was in the cartoons that I've watched. Yeah, um, totally. So on the way there, of course, she uses her screech powers uh, and <laughs> pops one of Mulligan, <laughs> then uh, Officer Mulligan's uh, left eardrum, uh, and he so he shoots her in the eye for it, and she goes down for the count. And he thinks he killed her, uh, but he's not quite sure because she ends up. Uh, of course, she's not dead. Spoilers: she winds up in Ravencroft. Uh, but that doesn't matter because we're going to catch up to present day. Wait, before Eddie. that, we get the title splash, right? And it sucked. It was so just uneventful. And it's like we see this like really bad action scene of Shriek screaming the gunshot. And it's really not fun to watch. And it just goes, Venom, let there be God. It's like, oh, my God. Like that, These opening minutes really set the tone for like the vibe that Andy Serkis was going for. And it, yeah. it was not working. Yeah. When we're yep. sitting there and the opening movie is supposed to grab you in a way that's supposed to say, get ready for this. And I hear Tim giggling at the bad decisions being made by everybody on board. Yeah, it's you're you're in you're in for a pretty bad time. And we had a pretty bad time. At least I did. Uh, of course, she gets taken over Ravencroft. We meet a young uh, scientist who is going to get cool white hair later. And I don't know her name because she's only in a couple scenes. So she's very far down on the cast list. But she does a bang up job here too, being ominous and scary. And they put her in one of those like deprivation tanks. We can't hear anything. And then. We cut back over to present day. Mulligan is now a detective, and he calls up old Eddie Brock. And this is the point where where Andy was like, "Is that Donnie Wahlberg?" And just for the rest <laughs> of the movie, for the rest of this plot synopsis, he can be whatever you want him to be, Andy. Mm-hmm. I want him to be Donnie Wahlberg. Nick I looked at me and went, with. "I think Donnie's taller." Yeah. <laughs> that's what we left it <laughs> that at. That's it. We left it. <laughs> uh, he gives yeah, up. It, did you guys know right away that that was the same guy? No, I saw Mulligan okay. and then I saw Mulligan because they did the they did the thing where they're like, oh, hey, they show the name, pay attention, and it's Mulligan, and then they showed him he had an ocular uh, ocular impl- implant in his ear, and I was like, oh, yeah. it's him later because he he got you know he had that accident. Uh, for me, that was I, like a whoa twist. Yeah. Whoa. I that was for me. I didn't notice that either, and when that happens, I was like, oh. These fuckers got me. I didn't. They're think, creative. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> they put did one and two together. But also, at job. that point, I was desperate for anything to like <laughs> wow me. Anything yeah. fun. Um, I think they did a good job, by the way. I don't know if they de-aged him or if they just cast a younger actor that looked like. If you go back and like, I bet if you go back and watch, I don't know, I can't do it now, but I'm pretty sure I was like, oh, that guy, they, 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 they look alike. He looked like him when I, when I saw him in the next scene. So I think that just basically works. I as well. thought they didn't look like alike at all. I was like, really? it's clearly them because of the implant. But I was like, 
could they have not found someone that kind of looks more similar? Oh, like the hair color looked different. Like, well, he was like twenty years younger or whatever it is. Yeah, your hair doesn't go from like younger. black to brown, but I don't hey, know. By the way, out, Tim, your hair like, doesn't go from black to brown, Tim, because you have good genetics. Clear well, I mean, hairpiece. Thank you, Nick. Thank clear you. Hair I thought that was going a different way. You, right? Yeah, Nick, that was a great moment to throw in blonde. Just very disappointed in you. Uh, clear hairpiece by Mulligan, right? Can we agree? Sure. I don't know. I don't. I, it know. didn't look like you to me. Think so. Nah. Oh my gosh. I don't know, Andy. You're you're. I think you need to take up the mantle of the wigs because I got halfway through this, and I was. I'll be honest with you. This was the point in the movie where I was like, I wonder if Andy's going to share that popcorn again because you offered me some of the popcorn during the previews, and I was like, I, I was like, I'll just take a little handful, but I could eat this whole thing right now. And then about 20 minutes later, I was like, Andy, I'm going to eat the rest of your popcorn. And you're like, yeah, go ahead and eat the popcorn. But I mean, so but, salty. but even it was so salty. But even before that, I shit you not, Nick had the popcorn and was going at it for approximately like 12 minutes straight. <laughs> Just like I feel, I feel I like you had it for so long. And I was like, damn, you, you motherfucker's still going. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a game plan if that happens? Like, I, at what point would you, you have been like, hey, uh, hey, uh, Nick, I, I, I guess I would need I a game plan. It. I guess I would need a game plan, Kevin, if I was really enjoying it. But it was so salty, oh, and I, I was that. kind of okay with it. So I'm not even mad that Nick ate. Like, I think we could be honest here. Nick, you probably ate half, half of, of what I yeah. ate. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. So at this I, point, I, I was like, yeah, I'm fine with it. Go for it. But what they always I, say that was, like, uh, extra disappointing about this movie, especially <laughs> the beginning of this movie, <laughs> is the lineup of trailers that we saw before it mm. might have been an all-time great. Like, we went from, it was Eternals, we got the new Halloween Kills trailer, which is awesome. fucking fantastic. Awesome. It's so hype. We got a super hype conclusion of the saga James Bond trailer. We got the Spider-Man No Way Home. The whole time, I'm just like, I fucking love the movies. Let's go. And then we see that Venom title splash, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but here we are. Where's the day? Nothing lasts forever, as they say. Uh, let's get back to the plot here. Uh, Mulligan wants Eddie Brock to come talk to Cassidy, who was a serial killer that he refused to talk to anyone but Eddie Brock. And you're thinking, wow, that's probably because he knows Eddie Brock is Venom and he's putting two and two together. And that's his escape plan. But no, the reason he wanted to talk to him because he was like, oh, I just thought we could be buddies. I thought we could be buddies. I was like, all right, well, I guess that makes sense. Anyway, the whole goes, yeah, the whole time I'm thinking like, oh, his symbiote Carnage senses the other symbiote, <laughs> yes. but he never had it. He never had, doesn't have it yet. Doesn't have oh it. man, no, there's so it. much. Yep, he just, uh, he, just he, thought, yeah. he thought he could be family with him, you know, because yeah. that's all he wanted. That's mm-hmm. all he wanted, family. Turns out he's been killing everyone because the one thing he can't kill is his need for love. Mm-hmm. Insatiable. Anyway. He goes to talk to him. I think we get a scene here where Eddie's making breakfast, or maybe that's later. But there's something about Sonny and Bono, uh, Sonny Bono and Sonny Cher, and the Bono. chickens. Oh, the yeah. chickens! Yeah, that, they I, gave it. That was man, cute. I, Venom a chew toy. It as was well. cute, but like as soon as that happened, I was like, oh man, that joke is made for Nick. They're I gonna run into the ground. <laughs> I thought it was perfect. In in a, as a beat for like a Spider-Man movie, I think that would have been really funny. But man, mm-hmm. when they come, Tim, I agree. When they fucking find the chickens again that were left at the Palace of Fine Arts, which has a lot of people around it at any given time, oh, yeah. by the way. When yeah. you go to the Palace of Fine Arts in, in, in San Francisco, it's it's a popular spot for weddings, picnickers, people who are jogging by. Someone would have seen two chickens and been like, we got to call animal control because chickens aren't going to survive. Also, we have a lot of coyotes in San Francisco roaming around. Those things would be dead. I digress. Let's go back to this. He goes, he gets talked into going to talk to... Uh, uh, Cassidy because uh, he's a loser and he's like this could put us back on top they make a big point of saying that 
he's a loser and he could be put back on top. So he goes and and he's like Cassidy's hey, like, hey, but remember me. Don't don't just go and forget me. Exactly. Uh, he's like, listen, I'll tell you my life story. I'll tell you my whole life story, but you have to print this one thing for me in the newspaper. And that, of course, is a message to uh, Screech, who is over in her in her thing. And she sees it and she's like, he does love me. I remember him from a long time ago. And he's like, I do love you. And it's like, this should have had the tone of natural born killers, but it does not. Uh, anyway, on the way out, uh, Venom's like, Eddie, look at that. There's a bunch of writing all over Eddie, uh, all over himself. And he's like, there's no point to that. And Eddie- Venom's like, I didn't go to journalism school, but even I fucking know that you should at least take a picture of this shit. Like, they, you're an made a journalist. Eddie Brock like totally like just absolutely an useless and idiot. He's useless. There, there's so many moments he's like, I don't know, it's a house, yeah. <laughs> and it's like Jesus. All right. So of course we get the most ridiculous scene after this in this entire movie oh. where Venom's like, let me drive for a hot second and starts drawing pictures for him. And he's like, it's a house. It's snow. I don't know. It doesn't matter. None of this matters. And, <laughs> and if I were Venom, I'd be like this. You know what, dude? I, I didn't mean that you were a loser before, but you are a fucking loser. Like, at least put some effort <laughs> into this. You are a loser. You are a loser. This right? is one of many sequences that, like, just makes me think that this could be made by the people that made the Sharknado movies and stuff like that. Where, Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, it, it's that low quality. It's that bad of an idea. But why is this happening? Why Why is he doing the drawing on the table? Like, it's so fucking terrible. Why dude. does any of it matter? Just... Why wasn't the first time he talked to Carnage the time where Carnage gets Carnage? Yep. Why wasn't why, that a plan? Why have to set it up to why, have yeah, him come back again? He, so like, the, the detective could be more interested? Like, he's already on death right. row, right? They're going to kill him. It doesn't matter if they kill him now or later for, for the plot of the movie, right? Like, we find – anyway, it doesn't matter. He uh, draws honestly, Bodega like, Bay or whatever the fuck it is. I Like, this bums me out that this is, like, Andy Serkis. This is, like – like, that he directed this. Because it's just, Kevin. like, I can't Kevin. imagine – can you imagine him drawing – it sucks because it's, it's so perfect for Nick. Like, great, Nick. You got what? one on Andy Serkis. Great, Have I Nick. been We're fucking – same you know for I mean? years. Okay, you can't direct people just using motion. Okay, you gotta <laughs> sometimes, Andy Circus. Do you think he mocap the director? <laughs> I think he totally did. I think they were like, Andy, what do you think of that take? And he was just like, he was in the ball suit. <laughs> and they're like, okay, he's he's I doing the gorilla. He's doing Caesar. To, you he's always doing go Caesar. to Caesar. Think you go to Caesar so take. quick. The thing about Nick when he goes into his Caesar is like it's not quick. He has to he Nick backs up and like gets into character before he jumps into it. I just can't wait for Spider-Man versus Venom, directed by Henry Winkler. Oh, that would be my nightmare slash the best thing for comedy. Uh anyway, they figure out where all the bodies are buried. And guess what? We don't need Cassidy anymore. Cassidy's like, you son of a bitch. Now they're gonna kill me because that's all they wanted to know. Even though there's more bodies, by the way. He alludes to the fact that there's even more people left out there. But now they're like you know we're just gonna do we're just gonna kill this guy we found enough bodies to make the the the, the families happy and we can we can close the book on this serial killer right now and more importantly nick more importantly at this point in the movie tom hardy is back to being the bell the ball the toast of the town oh my god everybody really remember everybody loves spike? and praises him because of his amazing journalistic tv show again it's not a web me show. and andy fucking lost our shit we're like oh it's confirmed tv <laughs> yeah, tv show and people love him again and it is one of those things that it's the first of three times i believe that tim felt so disappointed that they are conveying the news to us they are conveying the story to us through a news report. And it's always somebody on screen going, 
but the, the way it was done was so funny. And it's the guy on TV going, and by the way, they found all the killers thanks to the incredible job by Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock. He's right back on the rise. Everybody loves this guy no, again. Like it was said, so it was so on Andy, the nose. There is a line before he does this where he's like, This could the, the detective goes, This could put you back on top. And then the reporter <laughs> goes, and it's to the thanks to the stunning investigative yeah. reporting of Eddie Brock, who's back on top. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> Was this guy like super famous back in the day? And if so, like where? How did he get but there? But what a weird thing that? for a newscaster to say! Like that's yeah, newscaster, absolutely. <laughs> like it's it just these people have never watched actual news and are just like, what would be convenient for the plot? Oh, it's, it's great. So, so it's you great. guys all know, I, I always like poke fun, and when news is to give it to the characters via news on tv and andy's correct this movie does not do it once it does not do it twice it does it three times and even like by the third time i was like all right venom let them be carnage you got me <laughs> i like you motherfuckers but the funniest thing about it is i come home talking to gia she's just like i'm not fucking watching this movie like is there anything i need to know and i tell her about the sport the post credits and she goes huh so even the post credit scene was just the fucking news telling them what's happening. Yeah. And I was like, exactly. no! Yeah. One day, Tim, when we make the, the first kind of funny movie, it's just going to be TV telling oh you what's going God. on. It's all going to be ex, ex, exposition, expositional dialogue. Uh, anyway, somewhere in here, um, I'm, I'm going to probably miss how all these things go because I'm just doing this from the Dome and from the Wikipedia page I've got over here. But somewhere in here also, B-Story kicks in and gives him a call. And she's like, I got something to tell you. They go to a restaurant at this time. Uh, Tom Hardy does not get into the lobster tank. In fact, uh, Annie tells him, hey, I'm engaged to uh, to, to Lieutenant Dan, and, and he's a really nice guy, and he got me this big-ass rock, and then Venom is like, wow, wow that's, that's a big good. diamond. I'm that's bigger than the one I got you. you. That's and a then big ring. He says, and she goes, wait a minute. It's fucking Venom in you. What did he say, no. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. And then she's like, he's fucking, like, he's in you. And then she gets mad at him because he fucking lied to her again. And she's straight and she up. Just, yeah, straight up. Like, she's like, dude, I'm not a fucking idiot. And like, why would you lie? Why do you need to lie? It doesn't matter. Uh, we get a lot of, by the way, we've gone to Mrs. Chen's to get some uh, some chocolate at some point here because Venom can only have chocolate. Okay, a couple of things we need to lay out for the rest of this movie so everyone mm-hmm. fucking knows. Chocolate and brains are the only thing that Venom really wants. And fire and what, Tim? Sound. Sound. sound and fire, fire and fire sound. and sound. Oh my Those gosh. are the things that can take venom. Another shark. Anyway, another Sharknado moment of Dan at the end doing the fire. Like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> but also, I you when you look at like the script writing process of this movie, when you not even like script writing, just the screenplay, the idea of like the the plot, the characters that are going to be involved. They're like, okay, cool. We have this clear idea of Eddie and Venom kind of like going back and forth, having their issues, right? We had it in the first movie. This one's going to be a little more like semi-romantic. Then on the other side, we have Carnage and uh, as Nick would call her, Screech. Screech's power is sound. This sounds like a bad idea, right? This sounds right. like just like a bad set of characters to put together. And I just love that it never, ever takes even one Doesn't baby step past the laziness of like, well, of course, Carnage and Shriek aren't going to work out because he makes the sounds and Carnage doesn't like that. It's like, fuck. <laughs> Your first thought is this is a highly dysfunctional relationship, right? It's like if Wolverine and Magneto dated. You're like, come on, guys. This is not like if this shit goes down, this is not going to go well, right? Because they're polar opposites of what each other needs, uh, both in power and in emotions. Uh, it's, you like, think, it's like Nick and uh, and Henry Winkler. Exactly, you know? right? Mm-hmm. You think on paper, you're like, that looks like a fun dynamic, but you know it's going <laughs> to end poorly, right? 
in this one, you think, okay, they're they're highly dysfunctional. They're a little off their off their rocker to begin with, and you know, it's like it's not it's a kind of an abusive relationship to begin with because because he's a serial killer for Christ's sake. So at that point where he like knocks her down, I'm thinking, oh, she's gonna turn on him, team up with the bad guys. She's gonna use that power to 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 separate them. They're gonna stab him, but she's gonna die somehow in the process. No, none of that happens, and it doesn't need to happen because. But- we're off to eat some chickens right now. That's right. He's like, listen, they wanted he wanted to eat a bad guy for a purse snatcher, and he's like, dude, he's a fucking purse snatcher. Like the guy, you're gonna bite his head off for stealing thirty dollars from someone. Granted, true, it's assault, uh, but he should just go to jail for a year for that. He doesn't deserve to have his head bitten off. Anyway, they go over and they eat the chickens, and all poor chickens doesn't matter. Uh, and then he gets an invite for lethal injection for Cassidy. He's like, I should probably go, right? Because I kind of put him in there. And then Venom, I think, is the one that says, no, he put himself in there because he's a serial killer, <laughs> right? And Venom's like, I've been on Earth for a half a year and I know more about this planet and, and about being human than you do, you dumbass. Anyway, we go over to that uh, and he talks to Ken Cassidy. He's like, why did you do that? You screwed me over. And he's like, no, you put yourself in here. You're a serial killer. It doesn't matter. And then he pisses off Eddie, he calls him yellow. And Eddie goes, nobody calls me yellow i don't know if that happened in this movie or in another movie called back to the future but i like back to the future so i'm just gonna start i'm gonna kind of combine those right those plots here's the crazy thing this next moment eddie or venom shoots an arm or tendril tendril yeah and pulls him towards the fence at which point he bites cassidy bites him cassie Cassidy? Cassidy? Right, Cassidy bites him, yeah. Bites him. And the the weird thing is, he's like, hey, that blood tastes weird. Not, you just whipped an arm out of yeah. your chest and mm-hmm. grabbed me. How is it that he didn't notice that? Didn't he was six fine. feet away from him, and suddenly yeah. he was up against the thing. That, that baffles me. That baffles me that they were like, it's fine. That, like, this is the way we'll handle that. Again, this is again. how he gets carded. He fights... <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like the the intuition that Cassidy has when that blood hits his lips, you would think that he is already venom. You or you would think that he's already carnage, a a, a being that has eaten people before and going, that's not human blood. That is that's not what I'm used to tasting. And so right there, I'm already like, oh, he's carnage. And then he's been carnage this whole time, clearly. And then you see the little amoeba kind of move. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's just a human dude who wasn't freaked out by. But uh, he's never. Uh, it's so wild. It's wild. But I, I just don't understand how they glaze over the fact that he grabbed him with the arm. Like mm-hmm. it's just. It, no, no one else is like taking a side that like he doesn't mention. Hey, this man just grabbed me with a, a giant <laughs> black thing out of his no, chest. No, he did yell. Surely yelled. there's cameras. He yelled at the at the security guard. He said something like, "Yeah, this hey, blood isn't normal." No, he said like Eddie Brock is hiding has something. Or he... Has a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of his He's blood. Said... They, By the they way, just... the, I, you guys are missing the bigger point. The security guard was standing behind him the entire time. <laughs> Saw the whole thing and was like, nope, not saying a fucking thing yeah, about but... that. Gonna go home, smoke a doobie, and call it a day. I don't care. But Nick, what you don't understand is the security guard was just standing behind him at an angle. And the arm came straight out at that same angle. So nobody yeah. saw that. <laughs> to him, To him, Cassidy just jumped. Forward. Yes, that's a good point. You're, you're making a lot of different points. I'm also, while you guys are talking, I'm going to try to send you guys the poster to Venom because oh, no. Woody Harrelson's wig is fucking ridiculous. It looks like banana peels that someone just, just laid just over it, his Just forehead. put it in acids or send yeah, the link. I'm gonna try to find, I'm going to try to find it here. Hold on. I got to look at it. I mean, surprisingly, not a lot of, uh, not a lot of 
larger images for this. I don't think they bother. I, I can find we, we can get you the press story. kit. We'll get Please, you the press you. kit. That'd be amazing. Man. I just want you guys to look. look I might that. have so the press okay. kit actually. It's the one on the IMDb page. Oh You're my god, I see it. I see it. Oh my god. You know, we do. We need to talk about this poster because we haven't talked about it on any show because we don't have morning show anymore. We don't have like the KFAF or anything because the the poster is a travesty. In like every single way, but let's just even just <laughs> just talking about the design. Even it's like, why would they have these two characters and like not even line them up correctly? Like, why is Cletus Cassidy on the side of Venom instead of Carnage on this poster? Like, this I, makes no fucking because sense. Because whoever designed it was like, they're the same thing, right? Like, who cares? Who cares? Who gives a shit? Oh, uh, but yeah, Nick, do you want to walk us through what you're seeing on uh, on so, his head? I mean, obviously, Tom Hardy's had a little bit of zhuzh, too, because he's losing his hair. So they put a little mm-hmm. something in there, uh, a little Photoshop magic, maybe a little bit of that powder that my stylist used one time. And I was like, I'm thinking about it, but then I'm going to sweat. His hair is always go. so wet. It's Well, it's very it's thinning, so I think they they do whatever they can to uh, to make it look like you can't see his scalp. Then, of course, Woody Harrelson just bald as a fucking cue ball, right? Uh, and they just decided to, like, kill uh, a couple New York City sewer rats and just throw them on top of his head for this one. Would you prefer this or the or the curly fro? Um, I think I prefer this because it makes him look even more sinister. The curly fro just didn't work for me. It's a little too comical okay. on this. But man, this looks terrible. Like I can't believe. I even think Michelle Williams is wearing a wig in this too. I think everyone's wearing a wig in this. <laughs> Big wig. Also, uh, this, I just this makes me so mad. Anyway, anyway back to the, next to the plot. Uh, we we missed a couple things here too. Where, jeez, uh, where I didn't even know where I left off. Uh, uh, they, uh, Brock leaves the jail. Brock leaves the jail, and he's like, "Well, I guess all that's all going to be good." And then, oh, we missed the the postcard sequence where he wrote him the really weird, strange postcard and talked about how we we, we had some backstory about how he killed his uh, his oh, grandma, Tim and missed, his dad, and his mom. Tim, you missed this. I did. Yeah, little little yeah, animated segment. Up. There was uh, an animated segment. Uh, he gets a postcard from uh from carnage from cletus cassidy and starts reading kind of the history of what he did and why he got put into this institution and how and it's all done in like this 2d animated sort of thing 3d 2d it's all supposed to look like red scribbles the style is really cool looking didn't super fit this yeah. movie. Tim, do yeah. you remember? Do you remember when they talked about the story of the Deathly Hallows? In I knew you were going to go. Yeah. I knew you no, were no, no. Go it actually looks really a lot like cool that. Cool version of that, and it really works in the story. They got halfway there. Okay. Yeah, they only yeah. used red or something. They uh, show how, now, they show how he <laughs> threw a t- threw a toaster into the bathtub to kill his mom, his mom and how he did the, something else. And the dad like down. Down Pushed pushed her grandma down the stairs. The dad like was abusive with him. So it just shows like his trauma and his past and how he was he's been a murderer his whole life. Not at first. They don't show that this is that's the thing is they want to set him up. Right. He says later what I was going to tell you. My life story was that all of those people that I killed were like abusive toward me. And so I was killing them because nobody came to help me. So I killed that. That was that was like a third act Mm, reveal. But in the postcard, it just makes him look like a psychopath. I think, and then he and then he smashes a. Um, t- yeah, I mean, t- this is the most important is... part. He smashes a spider on the postcard, and then as it's it. happening. So uh-huh. we, and, as he's writing it. Now, very important. Like we see the smudge on the postcard, and there's a moment where they're talking about like it being his origin, and they mm-hmm. kind of look up, and like they crush the spider. I think that was an allusion to to the fact that like he comes from Spider Man, and that they they don't have to because they they, oh, they look a very. Very dumb, like, look at the camera, like, uh, 
uh, aren't we clever? And it's like, you no, can't, you can't make not. us include him in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so we got all that stuff. Uh, anyway, Eddie Brock leaves, uh, and uh, Carnage is like, I'm feeling kind of weird. And then we cut over at some point to Eddie Brock. <laughs> oh, then we go to Eddie Brock, and Eddie's like, listen, I'm super disappointed with you, Venom. And Venom's like, I'm disappointed with you, too, because I made it with the tool. And they leave each other, right? They have this this really fun fight where Venom breaks his nose twice uh, just so he can heal it and break it again. Uh, there's roof falling everywhere. And then Venom goes, you know what? I'm just out. He uses the fire alarm, and Venom's like, I'm out. And then Venom jumps from person to person to person until he discovers a young man going to a rave. And that is where we pick this up. Uh, I think we go over to the, uh, at the rave Wait, first. Wait, hold Maybe, on. I don't know. He, did you explain that he jumps into a person and mm-hmm. destroys the, yeah, kills the bike? Motorcycle. I, haven't, I haven't gotten that part He yet. destroys the motorcycle. Oh, What's, he does destroy the motorcycle. That's right. Which is just like, I mean, all right. It, yeah, it, but it's... I, it, I, this movie's so ridiculous. I thought anybody would have like been able to look out and be like, "Oh my god, there's a gigantic r- monster just destroying this motorcycle." Mm-hmm. Um, one thing though that I felt, I felt this feeling of dread when this sequence began, because whenever we get the first hint that a fight is going to happen, in my mind, I go, "This is going to be the next seven minutes. Let's yeah, get ready for this tough. bullshit." <laughs> and I'm like tough. not looking forward to it because I know I'm not going to have a great time with it. I think it was like a two out of ten not like a zero out of ten i thought that was like some mo- I, I liked the nose breaking i thought that was kind of cute but for the most part i was not having a good time during that no sequence. i didn't like this i don't i don't we've seen it before i don't care for it myself um mm-hmm. but we're just gonna go ahead and skip ahead there um cletus gets the they go over to cletus and he's like having his last meal and the cops and the guy's like what do you want and he's like i got a little something in me Right, and he's like, I, I want feel carnage me, or right? something. Uh, and then we cut over to. He says a... that ten more times. Yeah. yeah. Then we cut over. I would to like rave. some carnage asada. Oh, <laughs> it's that's like, okay. a great joke. And he's like, Well, you already okay. We we're... Burrito. <laughs> so is is in this rave is venom venom like it, it starts Avoid out Benny. with the... sorry it starts out with a dude like all like uh like to dying like dying right yeah. yeah venom's killing these people right because I, I assume yeah. so I assume yeah. he's not eating anyone. Match. Right. Is is that it, or is it that he's it just that eating OD. other people? No, he says that. No, it's they, they're they're not a good match. He goes into the one dude, and that dude passes out, and he's like, another one bites the dust, like fucking kind of. So he's just out. killing these people. It's like insane. Like, um, what is- he doesn't care. And then we we get a a, a moment that Tim kind of looked at me. I was like, did that just? Uh, is that what I thought that was? Um, where a woman starts flirting with him he goes no you're not my type and then we kind of get illusion we get illusions to him coming out he's like i'm out of the eddie uh, closet yeah it's like okay i mean there is a lot of there is a lot of that imagery as well the glow sticks if you if you if you looked were a rainbow colored Mm -hmm. um so there was a lot of that i think the whole thing about this was i don't know what they were going for here but that was either those were choices that they were making it was definitely a coming out party of some to some degree for him but i don't know if that was supposed to be I don't. I don't know where they were going with that, and I'll be honest. I don't think they knew where they were going with that. Yeah, I, I, the thing is, it feels inappropriate because it's so like ingest vague. Yeah, it's 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 just something they're throwing in there because they're like, oh, we can be more inclusive this way. Right. But Maybe. I, I did vaguely more inclusive. I did no, kind I, of I think, think it them was... ending up at the beach together and all that stuff. It's just like Eddie and Venom were kind of together. I did kind of love. Well, I think they're that. together because they share this body. I did love that they are at this uh, San Francisco rave party, and I the 
I did kind of love the imagery and what was happening of Venom being like, we must stop the like he's kind of like saying stuff as if he's like at a rally of some sort like mm-hmm. we, we must stop the oppressor like i forgot exactly what he was saying but and people were just agreeing him like fuck yeah you know like i kind of enjoyed that part of it but i still thought it was very muddy with like what are they going for here yeah, this, I mean, is kind but of, th- this is another moment where it's like no one is acting like rational people if someone goes on stage regardless of their nine foot monster i mean also, it's a nine-foot monster. No one's freaking out. Everyone's like, well, yeah, it's a costume. costume. It's a good yeah. costume. Everybody's yeah. high and drunk, Kevin. You know what I mean? Kevin, no when I first saw a- your Oogie Boogie costume, I was like, holy shit, that's <laughs> real. And then, I was, and then Kevin was like, what's up, Nick? And I was like, oh, it's just Kevin. Thank God. Thank but God. Nick still wasn't Nick, 100% you're hilarious. You're, Nick, you're fucking hilarious. I want you to know that. You know what I mean? Uh, this scene, weird as shit, uh, but it doesn't matter because we cut right back over to the uh, the penitentiary where they're about to lethally inject Cat Butch Cassidy. And spoilers, Carnage comes alive and kills every single person. And this scene is a little twisted and kind of cool. Um, at least it's scary. I'll tell you that. At least it had a little super, intensity to it. Super sad if you think about the fact that those are the family members of the victim. Right. He killed victims. them all. And he goes... Um, <laughs> But then with that, with that, I'll even say, like, uh, I definitely felt this with the first movie, but this one even more so, like, I think the movie would have benefited from an R rating. And I, I think that they they pushed it, but, like, you kind of see those limitations. Like, they, I mean, they even say fuck in this movie. They use their one fuck. They had the, the one PG fuck. Yeah. Um, but I think that them actually having a more proper uh, Carnage backstory, I was like, okay, cool. Like, they're not shying away from it as much as I expected them to, but because they got like semi close it's like fuck like if we had that r rating we could have went further and i think that a lot of the plot issues we had would have been able to make a lot more sense and we'd feel a little bit more like behind the choices made uh if we are truly hating this character as opposed to like them kind of trying to make it sympathetic in some way with the abuse angle and all that it's like it felt off for me and i think that the horror elements that we see in the scene are the the seeds of hints of greatness and then we don't really get much of it because otherwise it's just kind of noise yeah, I, I think well, the I mean, important thing to remember is these people don't care about making a good story. They are trying to make as much money as possible. And if you slap a PG or rated R, that's potentially less people going. Like, I mean, Deadpool is the only movie that's rated R Logan. that's made like, yeah. Oh, yeah, Logan, too. You're right. You're right. Yes. Don't forget. Yeah. We're also in a different that, world. I don't buy the movie. Logan don't forget also that no, the scene I, prior I to this, our protagonist killed three people for no reason. Just think about that. Left three people in his dust, dying in a rave. And then we're like, cool, you're the good guy. Anyway, uh, we come back over. He kills everyone. Carnage kills everyone. Uh, and I'm like, this is actually kind of an intense scene. And then he turns into a tornado. And I'm like, oh, okay. So <laughs> this guy had, just had to wait. Oh, Urban, oh, yeah, yeah, everyone's mind, yeah, favorite Carnage ability. The, the tornado the, twist. Tornado. Andy, you got your Sharknado. There it Holy is. Carnage. Oh, Thanks, man. Th- this um, scene was like, I agree with Nick. This scene was like pretty intense and you all you all love know that i don't love horror moments or anything like that i'm the jump scare is about to happen not to mention this is the loudest fucking theater i've ever been in my life like they had the dolby fucking raised up to 15 in this goddamn joint kevin and anytime that shriek yelled or carnage yelled my fucking like i almost had to cover my ears because it was hitting a resonance that was kind of painful and this movie was just loud as shit it was kind of scary. This sequence was pretty intense, I thought. It was, it was scary. Uh, of course, uh, I think news of that hits Ann and Dan. Uh, they call Eddie or something like that. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Carnage goes over to the uh, the Ravencroft, or he hacks into a computer. 
Uh, yeah, he beats the shit out of a guy at, a set, at, at an AMPM and then hacks into his computer. Uh, and Which searches. was really violent the way he yeah, like stomped on him after he was down. Um, <laughs> I love the I love that. I love that Carnage, who was just fucking a weird symbiote, can plug into a computer and it brings up Carnage looking UI. <laughs> like it's the fucking dumbest shit of all oh, yeah. time. It's like dude. the Matrix, but red. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, Eddie, at this point, Mulligan comes over and he's like, some shit well, yeah. happened. Uh, it, it's very reminiscent of the shit you got into. I'm arresting you. And he's like, shit. He's like, I'm not saying anything until I get my one phone call. It calls Anne and says, you need to find uh, Venom. And they're on a date, and, and she's like, I promise there won't be any aliens whatsoever. And she immediately lies to Dan. Dan's just like, why do I put up with any of this? I'm a doctor. He's so broken in this I'm doctor. a doctor. You know uh, I mean? like- so, they, yeah, I know. Uh, they go on the uh, the hunt for Venom, who at this point has gone over to, uh, to Mrs. Chen's. Um, and Michelle Williams is like, hey, I need to find Venom. And Mrs. Chen is acting a little bit weird. She goes, super mean. You're Venom. And then Mrs. Chen's face turns to Venom's face. You can't fucking lie. You laughed and you laughed hard and you kept laughing. <laughs> oh, I, dude, I thought th- I thought this moment had some decent moments of humor, except for when Michelle Williams as the that's right. You're the sexy Venom. I'm like, oh, oh man, I hate like, this. Yeah, I wow, what a what a way to take it. Like, oh, she's gonna <laughs> prey on the fact that she knows that Venom is like a tractor, even though is he? There's yeah. yeah. Didn't we Venom just have a scene about- where he's like, "You're not my type." Yeah, he's I- a, he's attracted to her for Eddie. Like, I think there's like a lot going on yeah, there because even in the first movie, there's an attachment between Anne well, and Venom no, as he, well. When when he becomes her, right? Because he's in her body for Kevin. She Venom. He does at one point. Venom does at one point say like, "We can let it's her die." She- I don't like her that much. But it's not she Venom, that. Nick or uh, Tim. It, it's it's Venom on her. She Venom. That's that's how she becomes Venom. Well, yeah. at this point, you guys are missing. You guys are missing the like, sh- most saying, important like, part right now is that Dan's like, "Hey, you said there wasn't going to be the alien talk," and she was like, "Well, no, other than Venom." And he's like, "All right, touche." Dan, of course, touché. Dan, of course, wearing a banger of a scarf in this scene. But again, another thing, like we talked about last week, we all agreed, right? Nobody ever takes the freaking cable car ever in San Francisco. We did not agree. G darn tourist. I'll tell you what people don't wear anymore is scarves in San Francisco because it's 120 fucking degrees in this city. Sure, we don't wear scarves. It's so fucking hot. Tim, how hot is it in your room right now? I'm fucking sweating, dude. I am pouring. I'm wearing shorts. 83. 83, 83 degrees. degrees. 83.1 degrees. I love right? that Just you like still use that. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Good, great. You got to check your, your GPU temps with something. Okay? <laughs> uh, anyway, so she gets uh, she goes, hey, I'm going to go over to Eddie. Uh, meanwhile, Carnage breaks out uh, Screech from Ravencroft, and uh, I think this is a pretty cool Which scene. Which is so quick. It happens so quick. Because uh, we, get Mulligan, in drips in. we yeah. get Mulligan being like, where's he going to go next? And then it's just immediately like, oh, he's he's there breaking out. And, of course, Eddie goes, hey, I think he's going out. Oh, I'm sorry. Eddie did some investigative journalism, too, where he goes to <laughs> St. Estes and figures out that um, there's a tree that's carved into that has uh, uh, oh, Butch Cassidy right, and right. Francis Brennan's uh, initials. And he divines from that that they were lovers because apparently they were like, we've well, got to keep this means. movie to 90 minutes. It could have been what? anyone, though. Who the fuck? It's, it's letters. It's, this it's is not their speech. name. Hey. This is this moment. I actually this is what <laughs> The only time in the movie where it's like he's on the phone and Mulligan's like, I know who it is. Yeah. Because I shot her. Yeah, I shot her. I was like, oh, wow. 
Yeah, it, same guy. The, he was the kid. same guy. He was the kid. Pretty good. Pretty good kid. stuff yeah. right here. And on this case, yeah. great movie. Great movie. Uh, we'll skip uh, ahead here. So, of course, they break out. I actually like the visual of him hugging the glass till it breaks and they kiss. I thought that was a cool shot. Yeah. Um, they come out uh, and they, they get in the car and, man, they start banging it up. And then he's like, Wait, why don't I just hang he... us? I don't know. Uh, uh, sorry. I was just, how does he get from the other side of the wall? Because there's the moment where he slurps the... through. He probably slurps through something. You think he, he can slurp? You think yeah. he can slurp? He's, oh, he's yeah. definitely slurping, Kevin. Oh, he can slurp. He's slurping. If Screech can screech, then he can. Then Carnage can slurp for sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, they go to get away from the cops, and it's established here again another fun setup that when she screeches, it's really bad for Carnage, and so he's like, "Make her stop, or I'll bite her head off." And this is like, "Oh no, they're going. They're not all uh, fun and dandy." They're not uh, in the school Mustang that he stole for her, which was a good moment. Uh, but they end up getting away anyway because Key Carnage throws a car into a helicopter and they just they 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 end up getting away. Uh, now, I, I, I got a comment on this car situation. Like he just walks outside and hijacks this car, just this random car, and then this car ends up being the very specific car of her dreams. Tim, like see, to, that's the, what the, you thought. The model that's what of you her. thought. That's what you <laughs> thought. Instead, he was probably looking for it, you know. And when he, had, he found he it. The, Ability to hack into the DMV, Tim. So you have to imagine he went and found this guy's specific thing. Now, granted, that was he found the car, I think, before he hacked into the DMV to find her. But Kevin's right. Just forget what you know. He mm-hmm. he, he probably that might have been like his third or fourth one because it like he found it in the red color, which obviously that's that's a that's her favorite a big thing for him. No, I think that that was his favorite because he's Carnage. He's got red. So he was oh, no, like, no, no. She says, red? she says a 19 a red 68 Mustang. My, that's my oh. favorite. And he goes, I know, baby, I found it for you. And it's like, wow, this gives me mad natural born killer vibes. Only it's not good. That uh, uh, natural born killers isn't good either. Yeah. Like you know what, Kevin, nice. you're right. It's not Thank my favorite. Oliver what a reveal. What a twist, Andy. I will give you that it has really solid acting from uh, Woody it's Harrelson weird and shit, what's her face. And Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Um, Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, Carrie Mulligan's like, hey, I snuck in and I snuck Venom in (laughs) and I've got the Venom for you. And then she turns into She-Venom again. You're like, cool. We needed to see that to sell the toy. And then uh, they make out or something and then Venom goes into – oh, no. She grabs him and she just just, just goes through the wall because why bother sneaking in if you're just going to go through the fucking wall anyway? I was wondering why Venom doesn't look like She-Venom in any of the other humans. Only her. Because like Venom went into a couple of women. Uh, Andy, I'm going to have to ask you to stop asking questions like that. Yeah. <laughs> and you're getting, you're getting suspiciously close to causing a problem here. I'd like to think it's because the Andy character is like stronger willed, right? It's like, you know how like the Jedi mind trick only, only works uh, on like weak willed people? Well, you're not going to. Andy and Venom. Toy Darians doesn't work. Exactly. Oh, These Jedi mind tricks do not work on me. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. such a better version of that than what Greg does. Greg, oh, that's good. Yeah. Shit together. <laughs> anyway, uh, they go away, and uh, and Venom he has to apologize to Venom, and Venom then goes into back to Eddie, and it's super weird. And then he slaps Dan a couple times, and at this point, I'd be like, "No, I'm done with all of this. I'm leaving, and I'm moving to New York, where nothing ever happens that's spider related." Uh, and then let's see. Oh, he goes, "Hey, get her out of town, right? Hey, Venom's coming for me. He knows who. Or Carnage is coming for me. He knows who I am. Get him out of town." And so uh, Michelle Williams even immediately gets kidnapped, and Dan gets put in the trunk of uh, a car that was not the car he was driving prior. He was driving uh, – evidently he was driving Andy's car, and he has his own Audi because he gets thrown in the back of an Audi, and it's a nice car. Uh, so – oh, I forgot. I missed, the, I missed the, the most important beat here is that – and this one was one that I specifically heard Tim laugh at. Well, let's go back to the first act where 
Venom's about to throw the Sony Bravia out the window. <laughs> and he goes, don't throw the TV out the window. And then he does it anyway. And then what do we see in the next scene, Tim? A brand new Sony Bravia TV. Not just the TV, the box for the TV too. Which leads to, like that alone was like kind of funny. I was just like, all right, cool. And I don't normally get caught up on product placement. I'm like, yeah. these are just There's fucking so movies. This, 99% of the times people are like, oh, how much did they pay the product placement? It's like, no, it's not. It just happens to be a brand that you recognize. Right. But then this is one of those times where the detective comes and goes, hey. It's a nice TV you got there. A line that did not need to be in the movie. Did not even make sense in the context of Tim, what is now, happening. I Tim, what say, I really, what I really wanted, Nick and Tim, is like, it's a nice TV you got there. Is that 120 hertz? You got HDMI 2.1 on that? <laughs> He's like, I got it on sale at Best Buy. October 1st to October 10th, 20% off. Use promo code Venom Sucks HUX. I was so shocked that, that Mulligan wasn't like, wow, nice TV. Is that a PlayStation 5? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, are we I don't on know, a Sony I don't know Ericsson guys, phone? It, it cut off really quick, but uh, I don't know if you noticed in the intro that, that Cameron Kennedy made, he did in fact put an ad mm-hmm. for the DualSense 5 that yeah, he stuck I, in there. I don't know why. Well, I, I don't it. know I why it. it didn't well, stay it. longer. Good, good. It was the perfect amount of time. Uh, anyway, I just thought we should mention that because that was hilarious product placement. Now, I will say the guy is a detective, and if I walked in and saw your TV with a box still in there, I'd be like, I would feel compelled to comment on the TV. But... I don't know if Mulligan really knows the difference between a bad TV and a nice TV. He's a, <laughs> he's a cop, man. He's just out there. But I guess you just was doing uh, it to be nice. Anyway. I, I do want to give shout outs to um, Eddie for cleaning up his house. Because like every he time we cut job. to it earlier, I was really grossed out. I was like, you know, this sucks. Awesome. Look That's at like, cool. he's letting this guy just do what he wants. And like, they need to find a middle ground. And I like to think that when we see him in the hotel Couple's later. Counseling. Well, in the hotel later, their place is kind of it's clean. It doesn't look like a disaster, and I and I like to think that they talked about That's it. It's one of the things they worked on. Yeah, Kev. yeah, where they were yeah. like, "You can't do this to me. I like to be clean. I like that. And you should uh, also be clean." So Shriek goes and grabs Annie, <laughs> uh, and uh, Car- Carnage goes as a wedding present to get uh, Detective Mulligan, and we meet at the church. And this is where this is where it all is. And Eddie walks in. And he's like, and Venom's like, oh no, it's a red one, and then just disappears. And we're like, oh, are the red ones bad, dude? The, I the- am utterly shocked at how this movie handled this because we saw it in the trailer and it was horrible. And it's like, all right, but I mean, contextually, there has to be something around that. And I can't believe there's not. I can't believe that no. there's no explanation of like. You know, there's here's the different classes or whatever, and I'm not talking about a whole exposition of crazy shit. Just give us something more than just oh shit, that's a red one. The the idea of uh, like, I need everybody to watch that sequence and tell me that Tom Hardy is a good actor in that Mm -hmm. moment because that is one of the weirdest choice of. I didn't really know what he was doing there. It really felt like they left in takes that weren't supposed to be in the final movie. This whole sequence from Tom Hardy of him talking to Venom to try to get him to come out are, again, like Sharknado level bad. Sometimes, Andy, you only get one take at stuff. Like when we do (laughs) this video again, I'm going to nail this plot recap. (laughs) You're doing great. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, You're absolutely right. This was fucking weird as shit. Anyway, uh, he comes in. He's like, "Ah, you can eat all the people you want. I promise. And by the way, I'm sad that Tim walked away from this because I did want to introduce this. We're the lethal protectors. (laughs) You remember that? Yeah. Yes, that was funny. Uh, I I do want to add because like in the trailer, he says you can eat whoever you want. 
But in this, they like they added a little moment where they're like, you can eat everyone here. Mm-hmm. And that's a, one of the lines that I could not hear. Oh, OK. Yeah, like, that's he, he, but... he explicitly says, don't eat the fucking the priest. Uh, priest. The priest. Don't eat the yeah. priest. And so they come to agreement on that. And then he says something else that it was just so hard to make out in that moment. because It was something along the lines of, like, everyone else is good. Yeah. And then Dan comes in, and I guess Dan is part of the, like, don't eat group. It's one of those things. So so here's how this whole scene plays out, right? They start fighting. uh, Venom is quickly overrun. And you think, okay, uh, Carrie Williams. No, Michelle Williams is just tied up in the box. We're going to open that. We're going to open that box up and she's going to be gone and she's going to be overhead. She's going to start pouring fire on them. Right. Because we Mm. know that fire and or she's going to ring the bell. When that bell started ringing, I was like, oh, well, first off, we see Dan and Dan throws fire on him and it doesn't work. And Dan gets like almost put out. But then the bell starts ringing. And I think to myself, oh, we're going to cut over. No, we can't. We cannot fast forward that. We can't fast forward that fast, Nick, because we have to again point out the fact that Dan goes fire and sound, but without the sound. Yep, like that. Did who, he really say that? Is that what he who said? Who is writing this movie? These people are being paid so much to do this. Again, it is fucking you, upsetting, dude. This is what you get when you hire Andy Circus to write a movie and he does it in character as Caesar, right? <laughs> Ooh, fire. God. God. I hate this guy. You know, the, the worst thing about this is, you know, there are things we know about Venom, the things we know about Carnage that we expect to see. And I think a church set piece, a church action scene is something we want to see from it. And it's just so sad that, especially with as dope of a church as that is, that this is kind of the angle they went. And this is how it all like plays out. It, I do think that the like passing between Anne and Dan is like kind of nifty. That's what I'm going to say about it. It's kind of nifty. I, take that if it's a good thing or not. Oh, you mean the symbiote? The symbiote yeah. traveling? Yeah, that was cool to catch him at the end. That was. Cool. I yeah. think it. I think it could have been a lot cooler if it were executed a bit better, like better just camera wise and shit like that. I thought it looked kind of wonky, but I love the idea of it. I really do think it's a cool idea. Um, all that happens. Uh, Screech goes up <laughs> to kill to kill uh, Detective Screech, Mulligan. Screech she ends up uh, throwing him onto us. She's stabbing one of his eyes out and then push, stabbing him with. A, uh, uh, a cement trough, one of those things that you put cement on. I was like, damn, that's fucking brutal. Like right in the rotator cuff, that's going to need that's surgery. She, yeah. uh, and then she stabs his eye, gouges his eye out and throws him down and then leaves him for dead. And then goes up to the top of the tower and they all fight. And then the bell starts ringing again for no reason, uh, even though he ripped the thing no, out of the she, bell. Oh, Screech does the thing. She, she screeches. Right. And then Carnage gets all mad and smacks her. And right. then Venom, who's now covered... With a bunch of blocks, because they're oh, like, right. that was a really good scene in Spider-Man." When he remember when he gets covered, yeah, and he has to like he realizes he's on his own and he has to do it mm-hmm. to save mm-hmm. the day. Uh, let's do that, but instead have Venom be like, "Look, they're not a, a team like us. Right. We're a team. <laughs> we can beat them." And he's I like, "They were this. they were beating us just unanimously, pretty handedly. Like, there was yeah. no, yeah, pretty handedly. There's no possible way we're going to beat them." But he's like, "But guess what? We are Tim." We're the fucking motherfucking lethal protectors. We're the okay. lethal protectors. Let's say that at Let's least once right up. now Let's so we can say it. it four more times. Uh, it, just in the duration of the rest of the movie. Like they, they, It's almost as if they were writing this chronologically and shooting it in order. And yeah. they're just like, oh, fuck, we forgot to say the thing. Oh, Go it's okay. We'll, we'll say it a couple times towards the end. Uh, it, so it, they, the alternative the does make things a little bit better. The fact that like movies are not recorded chron- chronologically. So 
for them, maybe over the four month period that it took to film this, they were like, oh, we said lethal lethal protectors like four times. Couple That's times. cool. You know, it's it's not like it's something they're going to bash over our heads, you know, but they do. Oh, by the way, but don't let me forget to talk about uh, Eddie Brock's wardrobe. I might well, be fucking I won't crazy. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to say, I'll say right here in this last Go for scene, it. I might be fucking crazy. But I am pretty sure they dressed him exactly like Eddie Murphy's character from Beverly Hills Cop. He wore a Detroit Lions jacket and a Mumford physical education shirt, which I'm pretty sure I might be crazy, was the junior high or high school that Eddie Murphy went to. And he wore that shirt in Beverly Hills Cop. It might be a reference. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Because his they... name's Eddie? Why would they do that? <laughs> I mean, like, it is weird, especially because in this movie, but especially in the first movie, um, there's, it's all SF-based stuff. Like it's the, the Nick, city shirt and all that. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're crazy. Like, I mean, look at he's wearing. So he that, look at he's like here's shot right here. Beverly Hills Cop two, I think, is where it came from. No, uh-huh. Beverly Hills Cop. I'll 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 sh- He's literally wearing a Detroit Lions jacket and a Mumford Physical Education Department. It's a different color. Roger, Roger, record this. Put this on TikTok. We're gonna be massive on TikTok right now. Finding. Did you know in Venom, let there be carnage. He's wearing a jacket in reference to Eddie Murphy's character in Beverly Hills Cop. Why, like, Andy? Because both their names are Eddie. <laughs> I don't know. Like, look, so, Kev, I'm gonna do this right here. Wait, I'm gonna put it in Slack. But also, both their names aren't Eddie. You know what I mean? Like, that's Eddie Murphy, and he's Eddie Brock's <laughs> character. Actual, no. But the character in Beverly Hills Cop is Axel Foley. So I don't yeah. know. But you I know just, what I'm saying? Just, like, <laughs> please clip at, that out and, and make it a TikTok. Perfect. Look at this. Look at this picture that I just slacked. Through. It's very small. It's Wait, who did you that. send it to? Oh, assets. I just put it in assets. Yeah. If you guys pull it up, if you could, if you could do it. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. It's taking a I, second. I just Googled this and it says on the Detroit Free Press says Tom Hardy wears Detroit on his sleeve in the sequel Venom Let There Be Carnage. Uh, and it is a reference to Axel Foley in the 1984 classic Beverly yeah. Hills Cop. Look at it right there. Isn't that, is that wild? Are you making that up right now or did you, is that actually what it says? I'm, I'm reading I'm it. Yeah. Deadly oh, wow. serious. Like, so it's we didn't the same jacket. It it's very strange. I loved it, though. You know I fucking loved it. Anyway, just thought that was a fun little Easter egg. Here's another shot. You can see a full, but it doesn't matter. You guys got it. You guys got the dick. Um, you guys got the dick. It's very strange because that was, a, that was an insight. It doesn't matter. Uh, they fight. They win. And uh, Butch Cassidy's like, you know what I just wanted the entire time, Eddie? I just wanted for us to be friends. And Tom Hardy's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I totally misread this whole situation? And then Venom goes, fuck this guy. And then just eats his head off. Oh, that's not before he eats Carnage, right? They separate Carnage from him. Uh, right. He's about to go in and then Venom eats Carnage. I thought, thought he was going to choke on Carnage. Let's go back a little further. How does Screech die? Someone, what, Venom slaps her so that she screams. And then she ends up falling down the and the bell lands on her. and the bell mm. lands on her yeah yeah why so how nice. how i totally didn't understand this how does mulligan or what that's his name right the detective why does he become toxin i don't know that's a great question tim at some point i assume that he bit carnage <laughs> 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 You know, Everyone, when, like, Carnage had that big, throbby red thing on him. Yeah. And then, and the amount of times where I, I was like, is that his dick now? What I wanted was for the uh, the cop to be leaning over, like, with the white eyes and be like, 
that's not human blood <laughs> or some shit like that. <laughs> I've tasted blood before. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't it. Weird. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, eats him, eats his head off. Screech is dead. Uh, and he's like, we got to go on the run. You know, Andy, it's been fun, but now we got to go on the run. And Venom's like, I'll just go by myself. And he's like, no, dude, we are Venom. Tim and, and I are laughing crazy. at this point because it really, truly feels like the Dark Knight moment of oh, they're going to hunt oh you forever. <laughs> it was so funny. It was like the like dumbest parody of the Dark Knight ending I've ever seen. Like, Because they, they were setting it up as if it was this epic moment. But they also weren't because like the music wasn't epic. Nothing about the cinematography was epic. But it felt beat for beat the exact same. It was great. It was great. Um. Very weird. They end up going on the run and they go, I assume, to they go to a tropical island. Not quite sure where it was. I didn't catch it. Uh, and he's like, This is really nice. Like, it's really nice for you to come with me, Eddie. And he's like, Thanks, man. And he's like, We're the lethal protectors <laughs> forever. Said- he's like, <laughs> like, Lethal protectors for life, bro. Uh, and then it ends. And then we get the post credit scene where he's that was one of the worst CGI jungle like palm trees. It would look so terrible. Um, and then we get. We go to the hotel room, which is kind of a crappy hotel room that he's hiding out in. They're watching some soap operas and they're commenting on it. And then he's like, he brings up a very existential question. He's like, hey, man, you don't even know half the shit I've seen. I'm, I'm tapped into the consciousness of all the symbiotes that came before me. And I could, if I showed you even just a little bit of what the knowledge that we have on our planet, Kevin, you're muted. Um, it'll blow your mind. It'll blow your mind. No, no, no. I was waiting for Paul oh, to talk. Go for it. I, I, first of all, they talk about hive minds. They're clearly not a hive mind. They're not a hive Car- mind. Carnage. Had his own mind, totally own mind, and I we skipped it on the but planet like, though. On what? the Venom planet, I, 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 but, but like why? But why would it, is there really? Is that how that works? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's part of the and, Null storyline. It's like yeah. Transformers. Kevin. So because he's disconnected, because he's on a different planet, the signal can't go through. Anyways, also uh, a thing that we missed is that Carnage is like, I have to kill my father. <laughs> Yeah, that was like, he's like, father. <laughs> I, don't, like, oh, I don't know yeah. why, but yeah. I have to kill my father. And it was just like, oh, man. I forgot yeah. about that. That was okay. good. Like, but now in the, the comic books, the way the, the symbiotes reproduce is they lay an egg. So I'm happy we didn't have to see that. Maybe he's going to lay an egg down the throat like the aliens. <laughs> Bust that later. Anyway, he's like, let me show you. Let me show you a little bit of the knowledge that I, I have from my, my home planet. And right as he's about to do that, the whole world shakes with probably a multiverse event. And then he finds himself in a nicer hotel room and he's watching the news. And who should we see? The dude from Whiplash. And he's got a funny wig on and he's like, hey, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And I'm like, I thought for a second, I was like, holy fuck, they're going to just totally fuck this whole thing into the ground. It's going to be Tobey Maguire. I was like, I, I was like, if it's fucking Tobey Maguire, that would be so confusing to me. My mind would explode and I would put this movie at number one. But no, of course, it makes more sense. It was Tom Holland and it's at the end of Far From Home. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then Ted comes in. He's like, what are you doing in my room? I'm Ted. And he goes, I don't, I'm, sorry, Who's Ted? I'm sorry, I gotta go. I don't know. I just made the character's name up. That oh, dude that comes okay. home in shorts. Uh, and then he's like, bye. And that is it. That is Venom 2. A couple things I want to uh, add on to for this post-credit scene is I would have thought it would have been cool. I mean, we, we have this and we'll see where it ends up, but I would have thought it would have been cool if they didn't do the multiverse shift and there was just the reveal on the TV, uh, the similar thing of J. Jonah Jameson being like, oh, Spider-Man's revealed and it's Andrew Garfield. And then the Andrew Garfield, Sony universe and the Venom universe are the same universe. I thought that would have been interesting, but they didn't go that route. Uh, Kev talking about the hive mind stuff, like the one thing that is pretty cool MCU wise 
is uh, in the comics, the symbiotes kind of like on their planet. They, there is this hive idea of all of them kind of being connected, but then they branch out, do their own thing, and they disconnect from that. But it all goes back to the original one, which is this guy named Null, who's dope as fuck, and he has a sword. Um, there's a sword that's called the Black Sword the or Black. some shit. It's essentially like the first symbiote ever, but it's like a weapon. The All Black. And, and uh, All Black, that's what it's called. And we'll probably and, see it. The, and we're probably going to see it in Thor, God and Thunder, because Gore, the god but- butcher, uses that as a weapon. So I think that they might have been adding those lines just to kind of like build the mythology of that somewhat. Um, and then I just want to put this on record that my prediction of how they're going to incorporate this at all is I don't think we're going to see Tom Hardy's Venom in No Way Home. I do think we will see him in the post credits of that movie setting up a sony spider-man venom situation and that was the longest 90 minutes of my life seven syllables in the middle you need five for the first and last line if you're not poetic no need to fret and haikus don't need to rhyme haiku in review haiku in review Andrew Feisner writes into patreon.com slash guy to funny, just like you can to write your review in haiku form saying first step reunite slap Dan, save Ann, kill Cletus. <laughs> Kevin's worst nightmare? Question mark. Robbie Rob says Cletus is a dick. Venom's out of the closet. I love you, Eddie. <laughs> and then we got um, Nikash coming in hot. Venom is really good. Venom 2 is really good. Kevin's very wrong. Oh. Who was it so uh, I can block him from any of our block forever. Block Nikash. 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 We got South Bay Adam saying Eddie Brock is back. Should have gone for our rating. Let there be carnage. Uh, and then OK Soda finally ends here with with the credit scene and short runtime. It was still maximum yawnage. <laughs> oh, nice! Dang, that's good. That's, that's really, really good. good. <laughs> You'll love to see it. Love to do see do it. Do 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 ragu. Do 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 do. Actually, I think Greg has think this Greg list. Does this <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just uh, put it at the end. Like, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, Cletus, Look, like, this is the end of the Marvel list, compared right? Compared to the, no, no, this no. Is the MCU, there's oh, the M- SSU the Sony, the or the, yeah, Sony Spider-Man universe. Oof, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they go. I mean, but Do like, just wanna... let's let's just think about the characters. Is there one that was Three. We, we got Doc Ock. We got Venom. We got Venom. We got Venom. Uh, we got Green Goblin. We got Goose Egg McGillicuddy with the lizard. Yeah, uh, give me more than that. Give me more than that, Goose Egg. We got egg. lizard. We got lizard face. We got Sandman. And uh, who am I missing? Oh, the Goblin. other Venom. The other, the other Venom. Was this better than the the uh, no. other Venom in that crew? No. I this like Topher Grace's Venom. I think it makes more sense. It's much more sinister. And a little, you want to talk about Topher Grace, that scene where the, the thing peels back and you see his like teeth and he's like, I like the power, uh, Eddie Murphy or whatever, or Peter <laughs> Parker. He's like, I like it. And it's like, oh, man, the dude from that 70s show is fucking twisted right now. I love it. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I don't know if I can agree with that, but I, I would probably put this at second to last above to those last. above those guys. Okay, we'll put it second to last for now. We'll earmark well, that. I mean, and no, we'll where's the voting quick. system? Like, we could vote. We don't have to just do what. No, but we don't know. Oh, we don't know who's though. last though. I would say yeah. I would say well, lower we do. On the list. Second it's, the, last. it's Spider-Man three villains. Oh, really? Was it? Oh, okay. Venom, the new Goblin, and then Sandman. Okay. Well, I feel like Carnage was less entertaining. I like I mean, Carnage. See, my problem is I love and Shriek and Shriek, huh? 
I love Woody Harrelson though. That's my problem, right? Yeah, but he and wasn't good in this. Like <laughs> none of this was problem. like the the. But I keep thinking, Kevin, I'd love to go back and watch Zombieland too. I only watched yeah. it once, and that was a big mistake. True Detective season one. True Detective oh. season one. Great, great in that movie. Uh, great in Cheers. So for that, that and that alone, I'd like to nominate him for number one on the list. I think that this movie, while not good, and I thought that Carnage is probably the worst part of this movie in terms of a le- being a letdown and disappointment. I still think that their take on Carnage, still giving him his backstory of really being a murderer and being evil, is more true to the comics and more true to the character than the Venom we saw in Spider-Man 3, and way better than the new Goblin situation we had with James Franco. Sure, I'll take that. Oh, you remember when James Franco had amnesia for 60% of the movie? And then yeah, I, I do. remembered his yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's I mean, great. I feel like Sandman still like was more interesting as a story. I like line. Sandman. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that Sandman. He had better motivations, yeah. 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 His daughter. He's like, my daughter's dying. I gotta fucking rob a bank. And I gotta dress like I'm it's 1920. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we putting it? Second. Bring up the rankings. All right. Uh bring up the rankings for the SSU, a.k.a. the non-MCU, a.k.a. Sony Spider-Man Universe in Review. Whatever you want to call it. Whatever makes you happiest. Mm-hmm. Call it the Raimi-verse. Um, uh, hold on. Where there, is it? there it is. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. There it is. At number one, we have the... Oh, sorry. At number one, we have Into the Spider-Verse. Number two, we have Amazing Spider-Man 2. Number three, Amazing Spider-Man. Number four, Spider-Man 2. Number five, Venom. Number six, Spider-Man. Number seven, Spider-Man 3. And number eight... Crack when we put Venom at five. What no, I mean Spider Man and Spider Man three are are all bad too. I thought Amazing Spider Man two was terrible, but I, it's whatever. Um, th- this goes last for me. Th- this this definitely goes last for me. Um, that's all I can really say. I, I would say yeah. I honestly enjoyed this one better than the first one. And enjoy is not the right word. I know that. I'm aware that that's not the right word. (laughs) They don't have a word in the English language for what Kevin's feeling right now. But the closest is enjoy. So I guess Uh, I'd say five. But I I just thought I think this one was less. I think the first one was less of a of a bad movie. And I thought that with bringing in somebody like Woody Harrelson and it just really felt like there was no cohesion throughout any of the movie. I'm gonna yeah. put this. I'm gonna put this at dead last. Also, I would think I just never want to think about this movie or watch this movie again. Where it was like it was fun to go back and watch Spider Man and Spider Man Three, even though we had some critical thoughts on them. They at least had hype moments. At least, at least I remember Spider Man having a hype moment. Yeah. In this, I was like, this is a slog to get through some of these scenes where Eddie's fighting Venom in his own brain. I'm like, this is just, it's just not fun. There's just no fun in this movie whatsoever. I had a ton of fun with this movie. That's definitely not my problem with it. I, I think that it is not good at all. Uh, this list gets complicated, not because we voted poorly, but just because these movies are weird and interesting and all have their own very different types of faults. I, I do think this is above Spider-Man 3. Uh, I don't feel right about putting it above Spider-Man 1, though. Um, I think that this kind of misses the mark with Carnage, which is something I definitely wanted to see done right and something that I don't think is that difficult to get right. Uh, the post credit scene was very exciting to me, mm-hmm. but not necessarily for the right reasons. Um, but I, I'll, I'll vote it at number seven. Yeah, I'm I also have... the mind that like I, 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 I grade this with a bit of a curve because I feel like the early Raimi Spider-Man movies were kind of the, the blueprint for a lot of these. And by now, filmmakers should know what it takes to make a good movie. There have been plenty of good superhero movies and uh, there's just no excuse for a movie to be this bad still. Uh, Greg actually gave, wrote me a post-it note 
of his oh. thoughts uh, for Venom 2. And it just says, Nick is the smartest person. It's kind of funny. So I will defer to him whatever he thinks is right uh, sure, from here yeah. going forward. Thank you. Um, I'm going to write everyone's vote down because since we are so split, we'll have to wait for Greg Miller to one day come in. Kevin, you are coming in at number five. I'm coming in at number seven. Nick and Andy are both number eight, correct? Correct. Correct. So we do need to know where Greg... Greg would have said eight. Let me just say it right now. Greg thinks the Spider-Man, the Raimi trilogy is a lot better than we did. Uh, Not three. He's the best of us. Not three. Best of us. Oh, really? He hated three too. He hates three. Yeah. So we'll have to see. We'll be we'll be back one day. We will return to this here Spider Verse. Um, I'm I'm interested in a lot of things they're going to have. And what the fuck? When are we next? We got Morbius, baby. (laughs) January twenty eighth, I think. Christ. Let us know how excited you are for Morbius, the living vampire, in the comments below. Uh, until next time, I love you all so very, very much. Again, shout out to Carter Hurl and Cameron Kennedy for absolutely killing that intro that I hope we get to use so many more times because it brings me so much joy. Until next time, I love you Thanks all. Thanks for swinging Bye. by.